Becoming Wise is supported by the Fetzer Institute. I've had hundreds of big conversations, and my conversation partners share wisdom I carry with me wherever I go. Eckhart Tolle began to gain attention with his 1997 book, The Power of Now. Millions of people around the world have found pragmatic tools in his vision that fundamentally complicates the notion, I think, therefore I am. This is Becoming Wise. I'm Krista Tippett. You know, you tell this story in A New Earth um, about you experienced a woman talking to herself on the train, right? In the tube train. Yes. Kind of, uh, tell yes. that story, kind of caught in her thoughts, and then you you came to understand that you had some of the same problems. Yes. So she would, I would sometimes see her on the train, and she would continuously talk to herself or to an imaginary person in a very angry voice, continuously complaining. And and then he did this to me, and then he said, and, I, and then how dare he tell me this? And I watched in amazement, thought, how can anybody be so insane and still apparently have a job? Because she would catch the subway <laughs> every morning. Right? <laughs> and one day I was washing my hands in the bathroom, and I thought, my God, her voice... She never stops talking, and I suddenly realized, well, I do that too, except that I don't do it out aloud. Mm. And then I thought, I hope I don't end up like her. And somebody next to me looked at me, and I suddenly realized in shock that I had actually said these words aloud, just like her. I said, I hope I don't end up like mm. her. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I realized my mind was as incessantly active as hers, our only difference was that my thought was mostly based on feeling sorry for myself. It was kind of depressed kind of thinking. Her patterns were fueled by anger. It took years before I finally was able to really step out of the stream of thinking and realize there is a place inside me that is far more powerful than the continuous mental noise with which for many, many years I had been completely identified, just like the, that woman. Mm. So so what happened to you when you were 29 to finally really jolt you out of that? Well, I was in the depths of depression and I lived in anxiety about my life and my problems and my future. And one night I woke up again feeling this sense of dread and uh, a phrase came into my head which said, I can't live with myself any longer. I can't live with myself any longer. And suddenly I was able to stand back and look at that phrase. And I thought, oh, that is strange. Who am I and who is the self that I cannot live with? Because there must be two of me here, huh. if that phrase is correct. Yes. <laughs> there are two of me. Right. I was The I was there, and the me that I couldn't live with actually was the continuous mental noise, the stream of thinking that considered life and that considered myself as a problem. And is it, <laughs> I wonder if it's also some aspect of that is that 
when you are fully alive and fully present, if, even if in a very powerful way, right? I mean, even if that your presence is powerful, there's something about knowing your place in the scheme of things. I mean, being aware of how complex and large um, everything around you is. Yes, and the vastness of it all and the compulsion to continuously interpret whatever you're experiencing at any given moment that is no longer there and there's great freedom in not compulsively interpreting other people, situations and so on, not imposing all these judgments, that's another word for it, imposing thinking continuously on the world which is so alive and so fresh and new at every moment and so Yes, the mind is beautiful. The ability to think is a great thing. And it does not mean you fall below thinking when you when you are open to the present moment. Or that you turn your mind of, off, right? It doesn't. Yes. Right. What we are talking about here is a state of alert attention to what is where compulsive thinking no longer operates. This means you rise above thinking to a large extent in your life, where you can face life without the interference of the mind, still being able to use the mind when it's needed, but not being used by it. My favorite book of Eckhart Tolle is The Power of Now. He's also the author of the wildly best-selling A New Earth. Becoming Wise is produced by Marie Sambilay, Lily Percy, and Chris Hegel at On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. And our theme music is provided and composed by Zoe Keating. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.